That was good. I'm glad we sung those songs. That lifted me up. I was, I was just kind of, just kind of tired when we got started. I wasn't really feeling it, but I, I feel it now. I feel the spirit. That was, that was uplifting to me, and so that's good. I hope everybody's had a good day. I know everybody's got a million things to do. That's part of the world we live in today. But hopefully, in these few minutes, we can just relax for a little bit tonight and. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Get recharged a little bit to help us all make it through the rest of our week. We're going to be in Ephesians tonight. Ephesians chapter 5, starting in verse 15 and reading through verse 21. Ephesians 5, starting in verse 15. If you've been reading through the New Testament in a year... We are finishing up Ephesians today, so we'll be moving on to a new book tomorrow. I like Ephesians. Ephesians is a good book. There's a lot of good stuff in there. It's a good short book. It's a simple book. Uh, it's, a, it's a very encouraging book. And uh, if you've never read it before, I encourage you to do it. it you, could, you could read through it pretty quick. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15. Pay attention then to how you walk. Not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of the time because the days are evil. So don't be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. And don't get drunk with wine, which leads to reckless actions, but be filled by the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making music from your heart to the Lord giving thanks always for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of Christ. Let's pray. God, we thank you for these simple words, and I pray that we would do just what you call us to in these words tonight, God, that we would be filled with your Holy Spirit, dear Lord. Maybe there are some in here that are just tired. We've had long days or long weeks or, or, or maybe even long months or long years, dear Lord, and we just... We feel the weight of the world, of our stresses, of our worries, of our fears, of our obligations, dear Lord, of, of just, just life, God. And God, we have to live life. We have to get up every day and go into this world and, and do our jobs and, and encounter people and encounter situations, dear Lord. we we got to do it. But God, keep us safe as you send, it out, send us out into this world, God. You never promised us that it was going to be easy, but you did promise that you're going to be with us, God, that you'll strengthen us, that you'll be with us no matter what we go through, dear Lord. So I pray that we just would be filled with your Holy Spirit tonight and that we would leave this place rejoicing in you, God, knowing that you're taking care of us, dear Lord, and that's all we need. And I just thank you for that, and I ask these things in Jesus' name, amen. In the verses before this, Paul was talking about darkness and light. And as he starts out in uh, verse 15, he says, Pay careful attention then to how you walk, not as unwise people, but as wise. We uh, who are Christians, we who are in Christ, we need to be paying attention to how we walk. And we're not talking about our physical steps, not that we watch where we step, although that's a good practice too, but we're speaking in spiritual terms here. Are the things that we're doing every day, the, the, the things that we're taking part in, are we acting wisely or are we acting unwisely? We need to pay attention to how we act. Are we walking in the ways of the world or are we walking in the ways of the Lord? 
He says in verse 16, making the most of the time because the days are evil. Now that's a good verse right there. I think that reminds us as Christians as the, uh, of the urgency that we have if we are called to serve Christ. The days are indeed evil. We see that all around us. We see it locally with uh, things we maybe experience here in our own community. We see it on the news here in our own state. We see it worldwide. We see the evil that takes place. It is all around us. And we also know that uh, the time is getting short. We don't know when Jesus Christ will return, but I can assure you it's one day closer today than it was yesterday. The time is ticking away, and eventually that day will come that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will return. But our time is limited. We don't know how limited our time is, but we want to make the most of the time that we have been given. And we need to, I think, reflect in our own lives individually and as a church and and, and ask ourselves the question, are we making the most of the time that God has given us? Are we using our time to serve the Lord in some way? Are Are we using our time just to simply serve our own fleshly desires, our own worldly desires? Are we living in the flesh or are we living in the spirit? But we have a reminder here of how we should be living. We should be living for the Lord because our time is short. The days are numbered and we need to be urgent about our work as a church about the people that we're trying to reach, whether it's people that we know that we are close friends with or that are our family or people that we have yet to meet that God may put into our path. We need to have an urgency about reaching those and letting those that we encounter know about Jesus Christ. So don't be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. If we want to walk according to the Lord and not according to the flesh, we need to know what God's will is. And we, we, we come to that by reading Scripture. We see what God's will is. We see what God's desire is. God's will is He wants all people to be saved, to come to Jesus Christ. Now, not all will. Some will reject Jesus Christ. But uh, God has that calling for us to carry out that mission. We know what God calls us to do. We know what our mission is. And if we know, want to know what God calls us to and how God expects us to live, we need not look any further than the Scripture because everything is uh, spelled out to us there. We need to also remember that whatever we do, we want it to be God's will. It's easy for us to want to do things our way or think that we know the right way. And perhaps sometimes what God has put on our heart and mind may be the right way. But we never want our will or our desires to trump God's will. We want to live in the will of God as individuals and as a church. Anything we carry out here from the smallest thing to the biggest thing, ever how we will label those, we want everything that we do to be in God's will. Because we want God to bless that so that it can be effective and so that we can grow as a church and we can continue to tell people about Jesus Christ and to love on them and help the needs of those that we encounter to be met in whatever way we as a church can meet those needs. Verse 18, And don't get drunk with wine, which leads to reckless reckless actions, but be filled by the Spirit. 
Now that's a good word for us. Uh, I think that obviously in the context here, it's speaking about literally being drunk with wine and how that affects you. If you get drunk, you're not uh, very effective. It's going to lead you probably into more and more sin and to do more and more foolishness. Uh, But I think that that also could be applied to many different things of the world. There are many worldly things. There are many sinful things that we may can be consumed with. Not just alcohol, but there are plenty of sins that may consume us, that may lead us away from God, that may uh, cause us to, to stop being on mission for God, that may cause us not to meet the needs of those that we encounter or to be a good ambassador for the Lord. And we don't want to be those who are drunk either uh, with real physical wine or we don't want to be those that are consumed with any kind of sin. We don't want to be filled with the worries of the world and the desires of the world. Those things will weigh us down. Those things will stuffocate us. We can have so much stuff that we aren't able to breathe spiritually. And we don't want to be consumed and overwhelmed with those sinful things of the world. Instead, we want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Because with sin comes anger and bitterness and hatred and depression and stress and worry and a feeling of helplessness. Those are all the things that come along with sin. And so if if sin consumes us, if that is what fills us up, if that is what we are thinking about and all of our thoughts and putting all of our energies into, uh, then that's not going to be a very good life for us. But if we are filled with the Holy Spirit, if we are constantly seeking the Lord, if we are spending time in God's Word, if we are spending time seeking God's guidance on the decisions that we have to make. God, what should I do in this area of my life? God, how should I handle this relationship with this person? There's some tension there with us. God, how should I handle uh, this, this job that I'm going through that's so stressful that I can't uh, hardly bear to make it through it each day? God, h- how can I do those things? And if we begin to seek God and in the decisions we make and we begin to seek God in His Word, and we begin to seek God in prayer, and we humbly ask for Him to come into our life and fill us with joy, and to give us clear discernment, to know what right decisions to make. If we're seeking His Word so that we uh, know what He's calling us to, so that we can be obedient to that, we will be filled with the Spirit. I believe that wholeheartedly. If we seek God, we will find Him. We will be filled with the Spirit, and it will change our life. If we're filled with the desires of the world and with the sin, uh, the sins of the flesh, that's going to affect our life too. It's going to affect it in a very negative way of how we view ourselves, of how we view our situation, of how we treat other people, of how we are involved or not involved in things that go on in this body as a church. And so whatever we are filled with is going to greatly to determine uh, how we live our life what our attitude is like. So we don't want to be those who are filled with the sinful things of the world, but we want to be filled with the Holy Spirit because that's going to come out of us and affect the world in a good way. It's going to change our relationships with others. It's going to change how we view our jobs. It's going to change how we view our sicknesses. It's going to change how we view our enemies. If we are filled with the Holy Spirit, it gives us a whole new outlook on life. It gives us an outlook where we go into those situations and we are at peace. We're not angry. We're not worried. We're not afraid. We're not overburdened. We go through life with a sense of peace and a sense of joy 
because we know that God is with us, because we are seeking God, we are digging into the Word, and it gives the Holy Spirit an opportunity to work in our life. How do we know that the Holy Spirit is at work in our life? If we say, well, some of you may be saying, I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. How how do I know if I'm being filled with the Holy Spirit? Well, you can examine your life and see how you're living, and you can compare it with these things that the Scripture says on further in verse 19. He says, speaking to one another in psalms, hymn, and spiritual songs, singing and making music from your heart to the Lord. There's an there's a attitude, at least there, that I get when I read that, a, a positive attitude of, of how you interact with one another and how you praise the Lord, both individually and corporately. And that's a praise that comes from the heart. When we are filled with the Spirit and God is really working in our life and we are really seeking Him and we are walking closely to the Lord, it shows in the way that we sing out to the Lord. We are not just repeating words on a page from memory, but we are singing them from our heart. We are praising God with all that is inside of us. As the Spirit fills us, that can't help but come back out in praise to the Lord. That's one gauge to see, are you filled with the Spirit? Well, are you really praising God in your life, whether it's through your prayer life or whether it's through singing songs, whether in here or in your car or wherever it may be? Are you getting along with other people? Are you praising God from the heart? Or are you just saying some words out of repetition? I believe that probably all of us at some point in time, we have those days where we don't, maybe always sing from the heart, or maybe it's just me. I won't, I won't cast that on y'all. But there are days where maybe my heart's just not all in it. Sitting here tonight, I was thinking about worries and stresses of the world and being tired, and my heart wasn't all in it. But, but almost instantly, my spirit perked up. Jennings told me a, a beautiful story before we started, and then we sung those beautiful songs. And just like that, the Holy Spirit kind of changed my attitude and changed my heart, and praise God for that. So we don't always, or I don't always, feel it. Sometimes I come in with the stress. But when we are walking with the Spirit, and when the Spirit begins to work, it changes our attitude and almost instantly, really. And that's one way we can gauge to see, are we walking with the Spirit? How's our attitude uh, toward other people? Are we praising the Lord, and are we doing it from our heart? He says in verse 20, "...giving thanks always for everything to God the Father." in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, that's another good gauge to how much we're trusting in the Lord and are we uh, putting our faith fully in the Lord and are we walking with the Lord and are we, are we filled up spiritually when we're not in a close walk with the Lord, when we're not doing well spiritually. Probably our situations, as they get worse, they tend to get us down. It's hard for us to praise God. When things are going well... In our lives, it's probably easy for all of us to praise the Lord. But what about when things get difficult? Well, when we are filled with the Spirit, when we are walking with the Lord, even on the difficult days, we are able to give thanks to God for everything. For everything, no matter how bad it may be, when we are fully filled with the Spirit and trusting in God and are fully content with Him, just like we see Paul talk about in the Scriptures, when we are fully content with Jesus Christ, we're able to praise God even when we get bad news. Even when things don't work out, it doesn't get us down. It doesn't defeat us. It doesn't crush us. 
we're able to say, well, it's God's will. God's taking care of me. Praise the Lord that He's still with me even on this bad day. If we're filled with the Spirit, it affects how we handle bad situations or tough people that we encounter. If we're not filled with the Spirit, if we're filled with the uh, sinful fleshly desires, then we don't always handle those situations very well. Or we may not deal with certain people very well. But when we are filled with the Spirit, it completely changes the way that we view our situation. It completely changes the way that we view other people. And it completely changes the way that we treat other people. In verse 21, it says, Submitting to one another in fear of Christ. Submitting to one another. I think of, of, of Philippians uh, chapter 2, I believe, as verse, say, uh, verse 3 where it says, uh, Consider others as more important than yourself. That idea of humbling ourselves or submitting ourselves to other people, considering their needs and others as more important than ourselves. If we are filled with the Spirit, then we will be concerned about the needs of other people. We will joyfully be there to help other people, to help meet their needs, to pray with them, to be there with them, to help them in whatever way we can. We are glad to submit and humble ourselves before other people, even doing without ourselves so that others can have. That's another way that we can gauge if we're walking good with the Lord. If we're full of the Holy Spirit, it changes how we interact and how we treat other people. If we're living in the flesh and living sinful, then oftentimes we may be living a little proud. We're concerned about what we're going to get or what's going to meet our needs or what's going to happen to us, but we may not really care too much about other people. But that changes instantly when we begin to walk closer to the Lord and we begin to seek God and we get in His Word and we see how He calls us to treat other people, to help other people, to interact with other people. When we get into God's Word and we begin to seek Him and we begin to pray to Him and we seek His discernment and the Holy Spirit begins to fill us and we are just consuming things of God and we are focused on God and doing His will, when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, it changes every aspect of our life. It helps us to run better, if I can use that illustration. If you've ever, uh, there are some vehicles maybe that you've had in your life, I've had some, and they run better on the more expensive gas. They may get by on the cheap gas, but if you put that expensive gas, it just runs a little better. That little engine knock might not be there. You got to be filled with the good stuff if you want to make the most of the time that you've got. And God gives us the best stuff. He gives us the Holy Spirit. If we're in Jesus Christ, we have received the Holy Spirit, but sometimes the things of the world and the worries of the world and the stresses of the world and the sins of our life will weigh us down. And we're not making the most out of the time that God has given us if we're allowing sin to rule over us. But praise the Lord through Jesus Christ, sin does not rule over us, but we have been saved by grace and we've received the Holy Spirit. So let us continue to be filled by the Holy Spirit. Let us continue to seek God, seek His Word, see what He has to say to us, pray to Him that He would give us discernment, that He would give us direction, and that we would be filled with Him in every area of our life so that we can run as good as we can run, so that we can run the race with endurance, so that we can make the most of our time, so that we can take the grace that we've received through Jesus Christ and give that grace and share that grace to a world that needs to hear it. Let's pray. 
Father God, we thank you for these words tonight, and I pray that you help us to be filled as we come into this place. I pray that you would help us as we go out into this week, that tomorrow will be a, a new day, dear Lord. And if there's any stresses or worries or sins that we're struggling with, that we'd repent of that tonight, that we would go into tomorrow, dear Lord, knowing that we are yours and you are with us and you are going to take care of us. God, if we're not spending the time we should in your word, and if we don't pray to you like we should, dear Lord, just, just kind of shake us up in that area of our life, dear Lord. Just, just help us to get on the ball in that way and help us to be able to give you a little time, dear Lord. Help us to take just a little time out of our day to read your word and to pray to you, God, that the Holy Spirit would fill our life, that we would not focus on the world, dear Lord, but we would focus on you and that we would be filled by you. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.